Go home. Go home. Go home. Welcome to episode number 98 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Padura, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian, yes. how you doing today? I'm good. That's great. We're in episode 98. We're two away from the big one hundo. We're going to break off another hundo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what happens after a hundo? Does the format change? What happens on a hundo? I don't know. Does anything go on? You know, what happens pre-hundo? I don't know. There you have it. Yeah. There's your scoop. <laughs> no, that's not... <laughs> That's not this week's scoop. Oh, you do have a scoop this week. Though. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I got them. I got them all written down. Oh, you have multiple scoops. No, I just write down uh, my scoops, uh, but then always in the top with a little box around them so that I can. Uh, that was last. That was last week. Oh, Marty the Moth's sister is Richard Gear. I vaguely remember that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've also <coughs> let's let's go down with some of the scoops that maybe I haven't read in the past. Oh yeah, there's maybe some that we skip. There may there may be there there. Uh, there was, okay, Monday Nitro, Monday Night Raw. Oh, this was, was that on th- purpose? This was a, this was a scoop that was more of a question. Mm-hmm. This was a scoop that wasn't a scoop at all. Brian wrote, Brian told me about this. Hey man, they kind of sound the same. Monday Nitro, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I guess. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, you are. Applejack stops. Brian has written here, Applejack Styles. I'm pretty sure you or Andrew said that. <laughs> These are the kind of scoops that don't make the air. That This is what makes a quality podcast. Hey guys, let's go through a list of things that uh, don't really that make don't it. don't make it. Like we're doing this <coughs> podcast for the gram. Mm-hmm. Jesus uh, Christ. Poochie wins the rumble, which ended up being true. <laughs> Guys, this is uh this is Brian's scoop corner. Uh, th- th- these are uh, these are Brian's non scoops. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What do you call it? What's an anti scoop? Uh, a dump. <laughs> it's Brian's dumps. Yeah, guys. The, the beginning dumps. of this episode is Brian's dumps. Yeah. Uh, if someone wants to write a Brian's dumps theme song, just let us know. And uh, these are a lot of half thoughts and a lot of scoops that really didn't make the air. Uh, we did this podcast for the Gram was definitely one that did not did make not it. Make the air. <clears throat> Brian, is that all your scoops? Uh, I think that's all of them that I had put up in that uh, in that little area as a scoop. A lot of a lot of people saying good good dumps. Oh yeah, there there's one. I don't know if I said this one, but I don't know if I should. Yeah, you shouldn't say that one. Yep, that's a scoop that won't make <laughs> Brian's dumps. Hey guys, there's a scoop that's lower than the rest of the ones we just read, and that. Won't make it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Nah, never. You you can ask me at a convention and I'll forget. <coughs> My memory is so bad. Yep. Yeah, that's uh that's about all of the dumps I got for you this time. There you go, and there's Brian's dump corner. Uh-huh. Uh enjoy that. And uh uh didn't think you were gonna get that to start episode ninety eight, but here we are. Uh-uh. Uh <laughs> Brian, how's your week of professional wrestling been? It's been alright. Somebody said that it's a racist scoop. It was not. Nope. You think it is, and it's not. Wow. Your uh, your mind's in the gutter. <coughs> well, when it's a dump, who can say? Yeah. Uh, Brian confirmed racist. Yes, but not from his scoops. Nope. Not. It's not scoop related. Yeah, I'm, I'm very a bit sorry. Racialist. Yep. This is a bit, a bit provocative. Mm-hmm. I read a thing that uh, at the Oscars, Sa- Sasha Baron Cohen came out and did Ollie G and like presented as Ollie G. Oh, that's cool. But he wasn't supposed to. But honestly, if you invite Sasha Baron Cohen to do something on your show, what the fuck do you expect him to do? Yeah. That, hey, uh, I would say it's me, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, it's exciting. Mm. That's boring. That's, um, uh, that's not what I want to see from him. Did you guys both get Lucha Underground shirts? Yes. Mm-hmm. We. Bo- I'm not wearing mine, though. I don't want to be twinsies. Also, we're not, the, we're not the, the Bellas. Also, it's Yeah, it would have been twin magic. <laughs> I would have had a uh, beard taped to my face, and then when I got pinned, I would have pulled it all off. Like, oh, look, I'm not Brian. Yeah. Yep. And I would have uh, I would have had to, like, walk slunched over and... Uh, we would have switched sides, and then I would have pretended to be Eric at the start of the show. Dang. That would have got him. Uh-huh. Got him. Yeah. Got him, guys. Yep. Um, Bleach my skin. Is this is this live? Nope. No. This, this is, is recorded. No, don't tell him yes. This is recorded. This is Alex for win. Nope. This is 
pre-recorded, Alex. Yeah, this, this is you a dummy. pre-recorded podcast. Guys, episode 98 of the Go Home Show is maybe not the best episode. That's okay. It's full. It's filled with dumps mm-hmm. and lumps from these two gumps, but we're getting into a hundo. Uh, who knows if this podcast will continue after 100? Brian doesn't know. Does anybody? No, not really. <laughs> I'm not even sure. <laughs> <coughs> but we are getting close. So uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes, and we'll see if there's something that we do after 100 or on 100 that makes it, makes it different at all. But uh, for the time being, I guess we can get right into it. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we were asking the people before the show what we needed to cover. What, what was uh, Bret Hart is cancer-free. That's right. Congratulations to Bret Hart. All the positive vibes to him. Very cool. Good to know that he's doing well. Yep. Uh, ROH had a show in Vegas that was uh, apparently really good. So we need to check that out. Uh, what else? Oh, Koto Ibushi is no longer working for New Japan. He's starting his new venture, uh, starting a new, potentially new wrestling promotion. I think people aren't sure exactly what he's doing. Yeah. He's explore. He wants to explore the boundaries of what wrestling is and like it as an art form, which is hmm. very cool. I like that we're getting like these avant-garde. You know, it, it's when you get modern artists and postmodern artists and like post postmodern artists you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like guys who grew up watching guys who grew up who grew, like yeah. watch guys wrestle you know what i mean yeah. it's like you, you get generations walking watching generations who are like in on it being in on it yeah so <coughs> it'll be very interesting to see what that's going to look like mm-hmm. maybe it'll be i mean i, I feel like that's kind of what makes chikara I, I mean i mean he was writing about he was posting stuff saying, you know, in interviews or whatever, he's like, you know, does rest, do wrestling rings need three ropes? It's like, do, do you have to have three? Like, we see wrestling rings and you see three ropes and that's just, nobody questions it, but that's just like the way it is. But why? Could it be two? Could it be none? Could it be one? Could it be four? Like, yeah. you know, what 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 is it that makes wrestling wrestling? Because you can still have wrestling that's recognizable without it being... In a standard structure. That's true. You know, six-sided ring. Nobody really, like, understood that. But it was like, oh, yeah, you know, it was something they did. And, you know, I think I think they're always, like, the classics in wrestling. But I think it's interesting to see somebody who's so good at what they did push the boundaries. Yeah. He said that he kind of reached the limits on what he could do, like, like in the ring. And, it well, given the constraints that he was in and everything. So it's very... It'd be interesting yeah. to see what he does with it. Yep. So I, I think it's, uh, I think it's very cool. Yeah. There you have it. Um, other than that, what else went on this week in wrestling? Uh, I'm sure there are other things, but I don't remember. Uh, yeah, not a lot. It's been pretty quiet, mm-hmm. uh, aside from Roman Reigns going in for uh, surgery for deviated septum. No, he got beat up real bad, and he had to get nose surgery on his nose. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like that they wrote in a, yeah. uh, an injury thing like that. I think that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was very, very good. So. Yeah. Gives him a reason to not be on camera for a little bit, yep. and then gives him a reason to have some sort of, like, you know, fury to come back. Yep. So. Uh, and then briefly, the uh, new WWE uh, movie was announced from uh, Sony Pictures and WWE Studios. Uh, Surf's Up 2, Wave Mania, where John Cena's a penguin, and Undertaker's a penguin, and Paige is a penguin, and uh, Triple H is a penguin, and Vince McMahon is an otter man. So enjoy that. Why is Vince McMahon in all of these movies? Yeah, you gotta be in movies, man. You gotta, you gotta get your SAG, get your SAG card. I guess so. Why is Undertaker in it? You have recognizable people. Yeah. How how come none of your new stars are in it? How come it's John Cena and Triple H and it's all like the people? And Paige. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, that's it. I guess people recognize Paige. Do they? I don't know. Okay. Well, she's in movies as a as a Paige one. Hmm. Somebody in somebody in the chat before we started brought this up. The, some we were talking about surfs up too, mm. and they said so. Paige is a penguin, but she's fr- like British. She's gonna have like a British accent. I don't get it. The fuck is there not to get? It's an anthropomorphic penguin. Yeah, I, we brought that up, and he just went that. Ah, you got me. Yeah. Do you think she'll say this is my glacier? Yeah. Can, the same person who brought up the page with the accent penguin thing just said, "Can I see surfs up too without seeing the first one?" Hey, you specifically? No, you have to watch the first one. Sorry, man. I don't make the rules. You have to watch it. I'm very <laughs> sorry, man. <coughs> oh, that's great. How come there's no Stingwin? Oh, that'd be good. Yep. Face painted penguin and everything. Yeah. That's great. With a uh, like a white spot that looks like a scorpion. Nice. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Stingwin. Brian, 
Yep, let's get into some pro wrestling. Let's go right in. All right, NXT opens, and it's uh, Sami Zayn, and he comes to the ring. He cuts a promo. He says, uh, William Regal, I need to have, I need to get, uh, I need uh, this match. Brian, I have a secret to tell you. Hmm. I did not watch NXT. Oh. Yeah, that didn't happen. Oh. Well, that was a guess. You know what? I I, I was I bo- like, I'm I, like sitting here looking at my notes going, what the fuck? Is <laughs> what, is, what is going on? <laughs> Am I missing something or is he missing something? Well, I missed the whole show. I didn't watch NXT. That's uh, okay. I, I needed to take a break from it for a week. It, it's been kind of, it's been kind of wearing on me a little bit. I know mm-hmm. we're getting closer to takeover and stuff, but like, ah. Eh, I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to be like, all right, yeah, let's fucking get after it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you take us through NXT? Sure. And uh, I'll, I'll be, I'll color commentate. Yeah. Um, so NXT starts off with American Alpha, uh, Chaga and J-Jo uh-huh. against uh, uh, Buddy Murphy and... Um, Wesley Blake. And Wesley Blake. Uh-huh. Um, I love, I love that they keep giving uh, Gable all the time in the world. It, uh, is he? Was it this pretty much like the same match that they usually have, where he comes in, he does his stuff, and then like it's heat on him the whole time until there's a hot tag to Jordan? Yeah, and and the thing is, the heat on him never makes him look bad, and it's never like to a point where you feel like, ah oh, man, like let him look good because he. That, <coughs> that's the thing; he's always getting offense. It's a good back and forth, but really, if you have Jason Jordan go in. You're, mm-hmm. you're not going to have the match that you want to start. Mm-hmm. So so you have the guy who can tell the story in the ring, and then you have the guy who can pop the crowd. And that, yep. And it tells a great story, and this is just their road to beating every tag team champion before they that, get a tag title that, shot. That's pretty much what they're going for, right? Yeah. Okay. And and, and that's fine, because they wrestle really well together, um, and I really like uh, Banff as a heel team, and Alexa Bliss is, in, is incredibly amazing as a heel, um, and I really enjoyed... Every time these guys come out, so uh, so you get American Alpha with the win, of course, because that's that's the whole point of this. What? Yeah, I know. It's, what? Yep. No. Uh, <laughs> I I gotta say that again. The best thing about NXT and the uh-huh. reason why I watch it, aside uh-huh. from it being uh, Chad Gable, is the commentating team. Uh-huh. Uh, I could just go in another room and listen to only the commentators because it feels like Monsoon and Heenan. It it's not the same. They aren't the same characters. But you can tell it's like, hey, I don't appreciate when you're trying to be snarky, and I don't appreciate when you're pointing out that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. It is a dynamic that that makes you really love when one gets over the other, and then it makes you hate when the heel gets over him. <laughs> it's perfect. Love That's that cool. dynamic. They have a good banter. They pop each other <coughs> sometimes. Good. Um, and I like that it's not just like, oh, I hate this guy because I'm the bad guy, mm-hmm. and I love this guy because I'm the good guy. It's hey, I like this guy because he's a good wrestler. Doesn't matter if he's a good or bad. Uh, sometimes, so mm-hmm. so that's cool. Um, you get an announcement: Zayn versus Joe, two out of three falls match. Oh, really? Uh, is announced. So that that'll be a definitive statement. When is that? Uh, is that in next two week? weeks? Two weeks. Okay, so it's not next week. It's the week after, or it's not tonight. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's next week. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. So so that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, that that's probably gonna be a really good match. Oh, I, yeah. I would think that's going to be a really good match. Yeah. The way two out of three falls matches in bo- are booked in WWE, I don't really like, though, because it's it's essentially just it's essentially just one match. But instead of... Mm, how do you explain it? When you have a wrestling match, the major comeback is when the, uh, the good guy is making his big... Oh, he's fighting back hard, and he's fighting back hard, and then the heel cuts him off. And and that's when uh, the heel gets his major shine, mm-hmm. um, and you know he's beating him down and everything, and then the face comes back and everything, and this is all in one match. In a two out of three falls match, it's essentially the major comeback works its way into like a pinfall, and instead of a kick out, it's just a pinfall, mm-hmm. and then you have the cutoff where the bad guy gets his shine, just works into a pinfall instead of going back into having another comeback for the face. Like, it's just... You just put pinfalls in places mm-hmm. in the match, and then you have the exact same match in WWE, typically. Yeah. You know, I, I would like it more if it wasn't booked that way, but we'll see how the two out of three falls matches. It's just kind of like... It's just one match where they kind of put two falls... You know, it's like 
three or four minutes longer and you just kind of like wedge two falls in there for like your comeback spots yeah. or like your, you know, your, your major shine and your major heat spots. Yeah. And the only, the only thing is that it is Sami Zayn who's been in one of the best two out of three falls match in WWE history against Cesaro. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited to see how he'll work that with Joe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I mean the last, ma- the last few matches they've had together have been fun. So <coughs> I, I, I agree with you about the, the way that it's, it's written. I hope that they don't write it that way. Yeah. Um, but that's all right. Cause, uh, next up you get an Elias Samson promo. Hell yeah. Was it so good? Uh, it is, was is him ev- singing is, his song again. Yeah. Well, is NXT, he's everything that NXT needs or whatever you think. Every, what it, what it needs is everything he am. Yep. I don't. Damn. I understand. What's not for him? Everything. That's Kanye. Uh, <laughs> it's The Rock. <laughs> yep. The Rock is in the building. $53 million in debt. Uh. I just I don't understand why we're getting a package like a prepared. I because event. because they have to sink more time into him before they go. Okay, we fucked up. That's fine. <laughs> that, that's uh, okay. Then you have uh, Apollo Cruz versus Christopher Gerard. Wait, who? Paul. Paul oh, Apollo, Apollo Cruz. Uh huh. Against Christopher Gerard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard Christopher Gerard is Biff Busick. Oh. Did you not realize? I, no, I wasn't really paying attention to this. Cause oh, I, cool. Because yeah. I, I knew it was going to be like a yep. squash, and that's what it was. Uh, I, I, I do want to go back and watch this match, uh, but uh, Christopher Gerard is Biff Busick. Oh, that's... So, that, so that, that's cool. Also, I, um, and I'm, I'm sorry if this bums people out, I'm so fucking bored with Apollo Crews. Oh, I don't, my God. I don't, know, I don't know how else to say it. What happened? He has no feud. He has no direction. He just does like the same six moves and then he smiles. Yep. His promos suck because it's just beaten. Like whatever personality he had was like beaten out of him. Mm -hmm. And and it's like he had, he's like this aimless, he's a drifter. (laughs) He's just like this aimless character. I'm so fucking bored of him. I'm so fucking bored of NXT right now. Yeah. Uh, Like, like it, it, it has, you know what? And I can't even blame them because they've been out of full sale and like out of like their element, and and it's supposed to be developmental and blah blah blah, whatever. It just like since London, it's been like I feel like a real fucking struggle. Oh, it's it's been like dragging your feet in sand. Like it has just not been fun to watch the the whole show. Mm-hmm. I'd say every it's so stale. Every other week, you get a good match. Uh huh. But the rest of the time, it's just like all other seven to eight matches that they show in that time in those two week periods are yep. all like just fucking not entertaining. And, and like shit, man, I love NXT. It's awesome. I, I love how easy it is to watch, and 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 I you know I typically like its, its production value, and I like everyone that's on it. But like, dude, I get it. Squash matches are fine, whatever. But like. I really miss when Tyson Kidd would wrestle Tyler Breeze or Adrian Neville would have like a match and it wasn't just like a squash. It's like, guys, book a show where there's like three wrestling matches and not just like these squashes, like mm-hmm. the same six moves. It's like watching Raw. It's like watching hour long Raw right now. And that and that's uh, that's what I was gonna say at the beginning of the there's, show. There's no snap to it. It's like. All the edge is gone. It, yeah, it they just it just seems so cookie cutter right now. Mm-hmm. It is just like okay, we got like some, we have four blanks. Fill them in. Okay, this this guy's going over some jobber. This girl's going over a jobber. This guy's going over a jobber. Here's a promo. Here's the main. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, you're like right there. Yep. I I don't know if you, you know. In in I I don't want to get upset about it because you know we, wrestling's in ebbs and flows, and yeah. right now it's just kind of in like that recession and i'll come back and it'll be fine mm-hmm. in a couple months we'll be talking about like oh nxt's fucking awesome right now but it's just not it's just not for me right now yeah um what i would like to point out i think that um i was listening to something that Meltzer was saying about uh christopher gerard in that apollo Crews match mm-hmm. he said that what he really liked in that match is that uh uh Busek or, or christopher gerard was wrestling like he was trying to win a match the whole way through. Yeah. He was, like, wrestling hard and wrestling, like, where it it looked like it mattered. Mm -hmm. And he's like, nobody else is doing that right now, so keep an eye on that. And it's like, that's cool. Yeah. So that that made me want to see that. But everything else is, like, you know, it's just a stale show. And I'm I'm looking for either... 
some new blood or just like some new booking because I feel like the booking right now you could have you just don't have anyone serviceable like Tyler Breeze fit in like a mid card role mm -hmm. in in that show so well where he could be in like the main against people you're missing guys like Hideo Itami like Tyler Breeze like that just were like the steelworks of that show they're fun to watch every week Tyson Kidd and Adrian Neville were guys that like you could put in every week, and it's like, this is cool, and they would have good matches with everyone, yeah. and you just kind of don't have that. You have Elias Sampson, who takes forever to get to the ring to have a squash match against people I don't care about doing nothing I care about. So it's yeah. kind of a bummer. That's it. Yep. Hopefully he develops like Corbin did, and we see you know something <coughs> a little bit more personality. He feels his character a little bit better. But they need a. They really need to cut down the time get for him to get into the yep. ring. Yep. It's almost as long as his matches. Yep. Like, come on. Yep. So we and just, just <laughs> looking for... I, I think... Once we get to take over Dallas, everything will be fine. Yeah. And, and the ship will right itself. I think them being out of full sail and taping in, like, this other place and everything, you know, it's just different. So, that that's all. Sorry. So, go ahead. Apollo Crews wins with, I'm sure, that powerbomb. Yeah, basically. I mean, I, at this point, I knew what was going to happen, and I really didn't care to pay attention. There you go. That, I mean, that that that's how it is. I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest. If, if there's something that I don't care to watch, I'm not going to watch yep. it that much. What's next? Uh, next, we have Backstage with Bailey and Carmella. And they're mm -hmm. still friends. Everything's great. Yeah. Um, great. What is this? You can read your own handwriting. I know you can do it. Actually, no, I know. I'm just trying to say... I'm trying to see what I was referencing. It doesn't matter. Anyway, that goes into Tommaso Ciampa versus Bull Dempsey. Oh, so that's how long ago this was taped. Yeah, Bull Dempsey worked here. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is, mm, yeah. but yeah, so Bull Dempsey loses that match and in, in, in a squash as well. Uh huh. Like that's that's the what thing. Did, what did Champa use as a finish? Do you remember? Mm -mm, I okay. don't. I didn't write it down. Uh, <coughs> I, I I I was effectively what how you felt about NXT. Mm -hmm. I just actually had it on. Yeah, you watched it. Yeah, exactly. Like I I put it on. Yep. I really didn't pay attention. Yep. Like for, I probably wrote the least amount of notes that I've written for NXT in a very long time. Uh huh. So that uh, there's gonna be a lot of missing in mine. Uh, backstage, you got Joe, who's he's pissed. He's gonna kick butts. He's I want my I want to be number one contender. But damn, he's gonna kick butts. He he's the most fun thing to watch right now on NXT, uh, just week to week mm -hmm. because he's so intense and he's a really good actor. Yep. So uh, he's uh, he's gonna be the the next NXT champion. Mm -hmm. Um, according to him. Next up, we uh, have Nia Jax and Eva Marie versus Bay Mella mm -hmm. and. Uh, and that match sounds terrible. And it uh, that was, match that match sounds awful. Well, it was one it was one person carrying all three people. That's so. that match sounds. I'm. That match does not sound good. That match does not sound good at all. It, it's it's really. I mean, my first note is Bailey makes everyone look good. <laughs> How much can she do? Yeah, everything in this match. There you have it. Uh, Nia does look good. Nia well, Jax. Ryan said this. He, this is when he turned it off. He just. Yeah. There you go. N Nia Jax does look good. She's getting better and better <coughs> each week. I think for her, it's not a problem with her wrestling. It's her comfort. Mm -hmm. You can tell that she's just not... She doesn't feel it yet. Yeah. When she does, I think she's going to be pretty cool. Yep. Um, and then... Yeah, there's a breakdown and all of that. And then uh, Eva steals the win. Oh my gosh. No way. Yep. Backstage with Balor and Regal. Uh, announces that next week... We're going to get a match between, and this I'm excited for. Okay. Uh, Regal announces Neville versus Balor. What? Yep. On NXT? On NXT. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. So that that takes us out of NXT, uh, which... Wait, the main event was the Bailey thing? Yeah. Ouch. Yep. That sucks. Mm-hmm. That, that's not really very good at all. Yeah, especially since Evo won. She met she <laughs> had the pin on Carmella. <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to wear my... Uh, I'm gonna wear this hat like Jack Evans. Oh, or, that's... I'm sorry, not Jack Evans. Yeah, like Jack Evans. No, Brian, you're wearing that hat like Jack Evans. Who's the other guy? Who... Yeah, Jack Evans. No. Yeah, Jack Evans, the Dragon Slayer. And Helico. No, Dragon. No, Jack Evans. Okay, you're good. Yeah. You're wearing it like Jack Evans. Uh, I got. Uh, you guys don't know who I am. I'm wearing just for the for the audio version of the podcast. Whoever I am, I put a mask on. So uh, it's me, the masked man, David Shoemaker. I wrote a book and I have a podcast. Repug. Slam dunk. What's up, humanoids? That was for the four people who probably listen to this and Cheap Pete. So, oh congrat yeah, yeah, congratulations, both of you. That was a joke for you. Uh, Lucha Underground, Vampiro and Pentagon video. Ian Hodgkinson, he did not 
know that there were dark arts being performed in his name. Beware, Vampiro. Yeah. Headbutt the glass. Scary. Fat ass neck. He's got a big ass fucking neck, man. (coughs) Mm -hmm. He does have a big neck. Damn. Uh, We get Jack Evans versus PJ Black. Jack Evans comes out and takes the mic right away from Melissa Santos. And uh, he just he just goes, let me show you how to do your job. And then he starts announcing himself, and the crowd hates him. This is the most personality Jack Evans has ever shown on the microphone, like, that I've seen. And it's fucking fantastic. I love it. Like, when he was in uh, uh, Generation Next with Aries and Strong and uh, Shelly, mm-hmm. he was, like, the flippy guy who didn't, you know, he didn't talk. Uh, he is awesome on the mic. He's so He's good so on the mic. He's so much fun. What a and the crowd, dick. The crowd fucking hates him. Uh, PJ Black comes to the ring. Black gets crotched on the top ropes. Evan does flips in, uh, in the corner, and then uh, Black blocks it and then pokes him in the eyes so, because he was going for uh, a bunch of you know pokes and stuff. Uh, Black hits a German suplex. There's a Total World DDT by Jack Evans, but as he goes for the DDT part, it gets blocked, and then Black hits him with a suplex. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I thought that looked really, really good. Uh, Springboard Trouble in Paradise by Jack Evans, who, like, defies gravity when he, like, gets in the air. I, I don't know how he hangs so long, but it's really incredible. Uh, yeah. it's <coughs> He's one of the most, in, in, like, impressive aerial artists in, in wrestling. Yep. Just crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the boy who cried Darewolf. That's good. Shouts out to Zico49. I like the boy who cried Darewolf. Drago shows up and he has a dragon mask uh, made out of horns and spooky things. It's like a devil's... Yeah, yeah, it was like a goat skull with like like ram horns and he's doing nunchucks. Like, dude, 12-year-old me is like fucking going bananas right now. There's a fucking dragon man with nunchucks? What the f- This is fucking sick. It is awesome. I love Drago. So awesome. I love all of the wrestlers on Lucha Underground. Uh, and then, it was me the whole time. It was Eric. I took my mask off because I couldn't breathe. <coughs> it was too big. Uh, it's one of my masks that fell down. Uh, when Drago shows up, he causes a distraction. This allows PJ Black to hit an inverse razor's edge into a cutter that looked so fucking rad. That was... Man. So it's a razor's edge, mm-hmm. but instead of holding them with the crucifix, like where you're back to back, imagine them being held like belly on your back. Like you're holding them up and like their belt, like they're still arms out and everything, but their belly is on your back. And then he kind of throws them up and catches them into a cutter. It looked so good. That was awesome. That was so cool. Uh, and then Drago comes down uh, and he does the Drago mist to pj black by accident jack evans avoids it and jack evans does that roll through bridge move and uh jack evans wins he's the dragon slayer what'd you think i i'm loving how they book their feuds it's a lot of fun lucha underground it's not just like this still one-on-one thing people are popping in and out of feuds and uh and you got like pj black is now oh now i've lost two matches this one i had like readily i was gonna win um, so there's some story to why he's losing his yep. matches. It's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, here he is, bye. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's good. Uh, Ryan asks if, if the Drago Mist is a dark art. No. No. That, that is a practical human art. Mm-hmm. The dark art of Drago is his, uh, long scary tongue. Yeah, and, it, and the fire. Mm-hmm. Those are, and, and the dragon screech. Whee! Like the, Wee! like when he disappeared, remember that? Huh? That was a dark art. Those are dark arts, Ryan. The, the mist that he does is a normal man art. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can just yeah, you can tri- you can triple it here. Tajiri did miss too, so it's not okay. wow. Man art. Man art. Could you see that on camera? I don't think so. Fuck. So I just, it looked really good. I'm sure it did. It looked really good. <laughs> it felt great. It was like you're at SeaWorld. <laughs> That's my scoop of the week. Brian's at SeaWorld. <laughs> <coughs> Uh, we get a Famous B video. Famous B's gonna get you famous. Call 243 Get Fame. <laughs> I thought it was a commercial. <laughs> for something else. I liked it. Yeah, Brian, Brian thought it was a real commercial. I skipped through it when I watched it the first so time. funny. 
Uh, oh, the name of this episode is Normal Man Arts yep. because the last episode was like Ray Mysterio Dark Arts. Yep. This is Normal Man Arts. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. Yep. Uh, King Cuerno against Killshot. I feel like I've seen this match so many times. That's okay. Hey, they are still pretty good together. Mm-hmm. I like it. <clears throat> oh, people are saying the number is real, by the way. Ooh, what is the number? Apparently the number works. What is it? What is it? I'll call it right now. Hurry up. Oh, God. Come on, gang. Guys, tell me what it is. I think it is like 243 Get Fame. Get F-A-M-E. What is it? Nope, nobody's telling me. See? This is why we can't this is why we can't have nice things on the show, Brian. Jerks. Call the number. I'd love to. What is the code? I don't know what the number is. Call it. I don't know what the number is. It's not 555 butts. 423 Get Fame. Oh, I was close. 423 G E T F A M E. 
Phoenix and Cuerno, which has been going on every week, and uh, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tejano versus the crew and Chavo in a gauntlet match. So it's Tejano versus Mr. Cisco first, and it, there's just a super kick, and Mr. Cisco's donezo. I thought that was great. Oh, man. What yeah. a, what an awesome thing to do. Man, exit the dragon. Mm-hmm. It's a Cisco. It's a Cisco joke. You like that one? <laughs> I like that you keep making these jokes. <laughs> you did it when we watched it, too. Yeah, because who's making Cisco jokes in 2016, dog? Just me. That's how I'm going to get famous with Famous B. <laughs> Should have told him to make... I know Cisco jokes. Shit. There you go. I blew I'm just calling back. I blew it. Oh, guys, one more thing. Notable E. Nice. Thanks, man. <laughs> Tejano versus Cortez Castro. It's a Tornado DDT. Uh, second rope Rough Rider. And then a power bomb for a pin. And now it's Tejano versus Chavo. Chavo uh, attacks Tejano from behind. Tejano uh, gets distracted, uh, and then Chavo reverses a suplex from the apron to the inside, where uh, Chavo lands on Tejano, and then Cortez Castro grabs the bull rope and holds uh, Tejano's feet down, so he can't kick out of the pin. And one, two, three, uh, Chavo beats Tejano, and Tejano's fucking pissed. Great. That's it. Continuing this feud, making it, like, more hate. I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... Black Lotus versus, uh, versus <laughs> and Dario Cueto. Uh, they're uh, 397 miles or whatever away from Boyle Heights. And they talk, uh, and Dario Cueto talks about Matanza uh, beating their mother to death with like a cat statue or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, that's that's it. It was like, oh yeah, he killed our mom. Yeah. I love violence. He, uh, he, right, said, cool, he said no moss, mm-hmm. uh, which leads me to my scoop. Which, oh shit, you got a scoop right now? Yeah, Dario oh. Dario Cueto doesn't live moss. He says no moss. You know what, guys? That's a scoop. We'll say it. You heard the dumps earlier. You heard the dumps. You know what the dumps are. Yeah. That's a scoop right there. That's a scoop. He doesn't live moss. I thought your I thought your scoop was gonna be that Dario Cueto speaks Spanish. But nope, he does not live moss. Uh-uh. So, there you, you know, go. Saying he doesn't speak Spanish is <coughs> racist. Yep, that's what it is. Yep. A hungry Carrot says, I don't get it. That a American joke? Yep, that's yep. an American joke, man. Yep. There it is. Uh, Katrina and Pentagon are backstage. Uh, Katrina's walking around backstage, and then Pentagon goes, Yo, I'm gonna fight. I want the title. And then Katrina teleports all over the place, mm-hmm. and then uh, she says n- no, and then he goes to break her arm, and then she teleports some more. And uh, I'm not... it. Uh, it's not that I didn't like this segment. I just wrote, why is she walking? She can teleport. <laughs> it's true. She teleports all over the place. I don't know. Why is she walking? I don't know. Why does Goku ever walk? He can teleport. Why does Goku ever walk? Nah, with Goku, he wants to be like a person. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, I'm human, I'm Goku. Why does Piccolo walk? So he can get back up, Master Bruce. To get to the down. other side. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> That's what he says! <laughs> I, thought, I think he says, do you feel in control? No, he says, do you feel in charge? Because huh. the guy says, uh, I'm in charge here. And then Bane just goes... Do you feel in charge? And then the guy says, I paid you a small fortune. And then he says, this gives you power over me. So cool. That's awesome. That I don't like that movie, but Bane's like the sickest fucking character in that mm-hmm. movie. Oh, God. I wish, God, I wish he was in that movie so much more. I wish he had so many more lines because every line he had in that movie was like the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard somebody say. He was awesome. He, like, look, that last movie, the Dark Knight Rises, is not... I don't particularly care for it. Oh, I don't. Really? I don't think it's very good. I think there's so much like extraneous shit around it. I'm like, just stick with like a Batman story and let's go with it, or mm. like let's stick with like the Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing and go with it. Like, pick away because I didn't feel like everything tied together that well, and I felt like the moral of it just kind of was like flat. Hmm. I didn't like it. I didn't like it that much. It, it, I think it's so much more forgettable than the first two, like by a mile. Like the the only, when I think of that movie, all I think of is uh, Bane being cool and then Batman flying away. 
And and it's like, other than that, I think it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt on a bridge and some people trapped underground. It's like, I don't remember shit from that movie. Really? Yeah, most of that movie is really forgettable to me. Interesting. <coughs> Maybe because I've seen it so many times, I I, I remember it. I've watched it a few times and it's just yeah. like, eh, I don't remember much of this. Like, Bane is just like the coolest shit. Yeah. That, that's it. I just wanted more of that character and no, less, of, I mean, less of literally and, and I think that's why I like that movie so much. Yeah. I, I thought Bane was such a cool character. Yep. And Bane was awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you feel and jar? He's so fucking cool. cool. Oh my god! You just put great. Get some headphones and put them on like the front of your face, uh-huh. and like and then just walk around, right around. Do you like pizza? And then people will be like, "Yeah, I like pizza." Yeah, of course. Um, Johnny Mundo against Brian Cage. Uh, Cage is a machine. I didn't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, I did. <coughs> uh, Johnny Mundo slaps Brian Cage. That's a bad idea. Like really hard. He was very loud. Hip, t- hip toss backbreaker. Uh, there's a double springboard corkscrew to the outside by Mundo. I like that a lot. Sit out Alabama slam by Cage. Looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Mundo hits uh, the Miz's neckbreaker combo. That was so funny. Uh, like That had me laughing. Like We watched that and it was like, oh, fuck. He really did it. Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Um, what else happened? Mundo goes uh, gets super kicked on the second rope. <coughs> He's on the second rope. Holding the third rope, facing towards the post. Mm. Brian Cage goes over, hits him in the back, tucks his head, like tucks Mundo's head, so the back of his head is down Mm -hmm. against the turnbuckle, and then Brian Cage super kicks him in the face. The crowd ate it up. Mm -hmm. They loved it. That I, spot, I've which is great like because I fucking loved that spot. Yeah. Oh my God. I thought that was so mm. cool. It looks so dangerous, but is so safe. Yeah. Because you don't even have to get close to him. Uh-uh. His, his hair, his face, everything <coughs> is being covered. Yep. Uh, let's see. There's an F5, but uh, Mundo gets spun on the ropes. There's a deadlift suplex that gets reversed into a springboard kick or running knee. Uh, by Mundo, and then he goes for the end of the world, but he misses. Cage crushes him with a discus clothesline, and then uh, Taya Valkyrie comes in, causes a distraction, and uh, Brian Cage gets hit over the head with a metal pipe by Johnny Mundo, and then uh, so he gets the win. Like fucking brutal. Yeah, Mundo gets the win. Melina's not here. And apparently, uh, they she did not sign a contract. Smart. Yeah, smart. What are you doing right now? Yeah, get on that, get on that ground floor, guys. Yeah. Uh, super weird. Whatever. But uh, they have I, uh, Taya Valkyrie, who wrestles in Mexico. Mm-hmm. She's Canadian. She has very furry boots. Uh, and after the match, Mundo and Valkyrie beat the shit out of Brian Cage. Uh, she does like this running double knee thing that like Sasha Banks uses, but mm-hmm. um. She does it with furry boots, so it looks very cool. It does. Yep. Um, and so there you go. I thought that was very... I like that. I like that match a lot. Uh, I will not... It doesn't change the way that I felt the last two weeks of Cage getting over on Mundo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Cage getting over on Mundo twice, and then Mundo getting over on him once with a distraction. I just don't... I, like, think you could have booked that beginning part differently. I think so. That That's it. Yeah. But again... That doesn't taint what happened here. I think it's still good. It's still a fun match. It's just in the story, it doesn't. It's not clear yep. where where they're going with these two. But that that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's only what the fourth episode, third episode. Yeah, right. And so. it's and it's still getting better. It's on iTunes. Oh, really? Yeah, Lucha oh. Underground is now on iTunes, season one and season two. No shit. Yeah. So if you guys have not watched it yet and you're curious about it, and uh, mom gave you an iTunes card that you never use, um, buy some Lucha Underground, man. Remember when iTunes cards were, like, the worst gift? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. There was, like, a time you'd get one, you'd be like, thanks. Yep. Now it's now they're awesome. Send us iTunes cards. Yeah. I want it's, some iTunes cards. Send us uh, PSN codes, too. Okay. Yeah. And uh, also just ca- straight cash and envelopes. Yeah. Drugs. Drugs. You can send us drugs and envelopes, but make sure it's sealed in bags. Yeah. Um, what else do we want in envelopes? Um, sex. Sex and send envelopes. Send us sex and envelopes. That's always good. Yep. Um... Uh, I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else you can put in envelopes. No. Because, like, everything else you can buy with money mm-hmm. or trade for drugs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
What does what does Sex Ferguson say? If it don't come in a white envelope and you can't shoot snort shit through it, I don't accept it for fucking pay. Yeah, we still have to get that. Oh yeah, it. send us that in an envelope. Yeah, send us that in an envelope. S- send us Cliff Compton. Cliff, Cliff Compton's wake up is time to die with Sex Ferguson. Send us that in an envelope. Uh, post post credits. Uh, Avengers sequence part. King Cuerno and Katrina. Cuerno cashes in his gift of the gods championship. Katrina says, no, we had a deal. He says, I don't care. <laughs> and then she says, well, you already have a match with Phoenix. And he said, I have, uh, this is my right to cash in the championship. And she said, well, the title's on the line and it's a ladder match. Good luck. Awesome. <clears throat> Which is weird because she's kind of cutting off her nose to spite her face. Yeah. Because she doesn't want Phoenix anywhere near the title. But in order to spite Cuerno, she's putting Cuerno in a position to fail. However, she's also putting him in a, in a position to succeed because if he wins, he will have defeated Phoenix and he'll be so beat up from the ladder match, there's no way he's going to want to cash in. Mm-hmm. So you get it from both sides, but also it's like, this is like risk-reward scenario. Yeah. You know, does this pay off? I'm very excited to see. Yep. It's going to be an awesome ladder match. I, I think it's smart smart booking on on that part because there are all those layers. Because you know, it's like, well, you obviously don't want him to win. He's going against you now. Mm-hmm. But you also know he doesn't want to lose his opportunity. Yep. So he's going to fight as hard as he possibly can. Yep. And then Phoenix will be dead. Yep. It's it's great. I love it. I'm so excited for this match. <coughs> hey, Brian, it's Raw. Great. Hey, Brian, Triple H opens Raw. When Raw started, before anything happened, I, I was so confident in how the show started that I wrote Triple H open show with promo. Then Triple H opened the show with a promo. It's it's like you know exactly what's going to happen. Who who else is going to open the show? Yep, Owens. No, they're not going to give him time. Mm-mm. No, instead they give in ring in ring mic'd promo time to Triple H, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon, uh-huh. and Stephanie McMahon, all in three different segments. Thanks, thanks for not developing any of the characters you have. We did it, guys. That made like I noted that. In in my in in this week, and that made me so mad. We did it. It's great. I don't need to hear what these three all have to say. Yeah, because WrestleMania. Yes, on account of WrestleMania. Triple H comes down and cuts a promo. Uh, it's the most on the nose promo of 2016. It's so fucking lame. Hey, all of you have authority members that you answer to, and I know. That you don't want to answer to them, but you do answer to them, don't you? And because it is the authority and you have to abide by what they say, the authority is the boss and you don't like your boss and I'm Roman Reigns' boss. So that's why he doesn't like me live vicariously through this character. Don't care no i've never hey i've never wanted to see a boss beat up an employee so bad (laughs) triple h got everything he wanted and he is the ultimate face in wwe right now yep (coughs) except in this part where dean ambrose comes out and interrupts and challenges triple h to a title match and the crowd fucking loves dean ambrose i I mean they are so hot and ready for him to go it's 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 fun to watch this part Yep. Dean Ambrose is awesome. And and I love that he's challenging Triple H and going like, you just don't want to fight me. You don't think you can beat me. And Triple H goes, I thought this was like a shtick for these people. You're like legitimately crazy. And Dean Ambrose just comes back with, why does everybody keep saying that? <laughs> so he challenges Triple H to a match and Triple H says, I'll let you know at the end of the, ma- at the, end of the show. And, or I'll let you know later tonight. And Dean Ambrose goes, do you mean like during the main event or like <laughs> you going to text me after the show or like what is <laughs> Dean Ambrose is so naturally likable on the mic. Like he's so charismatic. I fucking love him. Like he's, he's, I'm drawn to the screen when he is on it. Mm-hmm. And, and he's I, the opposite of most of the shit on raw. And I, and I honestly, it, to the point where <coughs> I felt like, did he just throw that line out there because, hey, it popped into his head? Because it really seemed like Triple H's reaction was like a come on, dude reaction. <laughs> like but that's you, good. You want that. Exactly. Yep. And and that's what I mean. I don't know if it was natural or not, but the point that I'm questioning it means that I'm engaged. Yep, exactly. So that is very good. Yep. 
so now we'll wait and see if Triple H accepts. Spoiler, he fucking does, of course. Um, Becky versus Sasha. This is the number one contenders match for the uh, Divas Championship at WrestleMania. The crowd is split 50-50. Awesome. A little heavier towards Obama, I would say. But uh, I thought this match was really good, mm-hmm. and I thought that the crowd was really, really into it, and I thought they put in a fun match. I, I appreciate the fact that both <coughs> these uh, wrestlers hit hard. Yep. That the moves, like, felt like they had weight. Yep. And it was, yes, because it was for the number one contender's uh, position, but I think that's just how anybody should wrestle. Yep. Follow through with your moves. Have them, like, hit hard. Don't let it just be like this lancing blow like all the women's wrestling or most of the WWE squash matches look like yep. nowadays. So. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of pin combos at the front. They tease their finishes, the back and forth and everything. Uh, where it's like, oh, the disarmor, no, it's the bank statement, no, it's the disarmor, no, it's the bank statement. They back off. Becky hits a dropkick off the top rope, and there's a near fall that is so close to three, the crowd is like, ah! It was so close. Sasha did such a great job. It was like Kurt Angle type, like, last second. Oh, my God. Like, just at the (coughs) absolute last minute. Yep, and and it was great. Like, not enough people do that. Mm -mm. Uh, it's a very, it was a very believable near fall. Um... There's a sunset flip power bomb uh, that goes into a double pin, and uh, Mike Kyoto counts the three count, but they have count they have pinned each other. Uh, Sasha's feet are on Becky's shoulders, and Becky's feet are on Sasha's shoulders, and uh, so it's a double pin. And uh, Mike Kyoto says that it's a double, it's a draw, and Lillian Garcia says all four shoulders were on the mat. Okay. Wyatt's promo. Do, does uh, does anyone else think that maybe uh, maybe I'm the same one and everyone else is crazy? It's my uh, hot topic shirt. But real question is: He's talking about conquering people. Who was the last person he conquered? Dean Ambrose. D- do you remember it? No. Nope. <laughs> no. So there you go. Yeah. Here's the match of the night. Miz versus Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler has the worst tights, and then the Miz does a quick pin to pin Ziggler. Hey, at least it's not Owens versus Ziggler. Hey, at least it's over. Uh, Stephanie comes out and cuts a promo. She accepts the award that she was supposed to get last week and then flips the table. And then Shane abandoned you, is what she keeps telling the crowd. And I just said, that's better than the abusive parents that we have. Yep. I'm fine with that. The the one who left knew that we were in a bad situation. Yep. He was smart enough to get out of there when he still could. I thought this was a good character promo. I like Stephanie McMahon when it's a promo on her own. When she doesn't have to be in the ring with anyone, like, emasculating someone and, like, putting them down yeah. in a way where it's like, you're gonna go broke in three weeks when I fire you. It's like, uh, that's the wrong way to get somebody over. Like, that's not right. Mm-mm. Don't do that. I don't like it at all. No. But she's good by herself, so she was by herself and she was great. Uh, Lucha Dragons versus League of Nations. I just wrote LD versus LN. Irish Curse looked good on Sin Cara. There's heat on Sin Cara. There's a hot tag to Kalisto. There's a super kick by Rusev. And then that's it. Then post-match, uh, double stomp by, uh, Del Rio to Kalisto. And I love when Del Rio goes, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't whistle like that. It's like a, it's one of those blowing up through like, either way. He whistles twice, and then he spins his finger. Uh, I can't do it. Don't worry, it gets better. Natalia eats Subway. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and it gets better from there. Ryback versus Adam Rose. There's an insert promo by Ryback, and he says, The spotlight. If it's not on me, and Brian sits there, goes, No, I'm going to take it. 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 Then I'm going to take it. Okay. Yep. Uh, Ryback tosses Rose around. Adam Rose looks fucking awful. What tights are those? Well, yeah, it's like a uterus on the back of his tights. <laughs> I swear to God. Look at his tights from last night. Yep. It's a uterus mm-hmm. without the ovaries. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, I don't get why that's on there. Yep. You don't fuck a uterus. That's where you make babies. 
And also that guy who's like got the Hey, work on your legs, man. Dude, wear pants. <laughs> wear pants. Your upper body is all jacked. It's all your jacked in your body. Yeah. It's like just not not those. The size of my legs. Yeah, don't yeah, not those. Um oh. Right back punches Adam Rose a whole bunch of times in the face and won't stop and then hits a shell shock and then immediately walks to the back. I like it better than what he usually does. Yeah. Cool. New Day comes out and cuts a promo. Uh, it's Bedlam when they get in the ring because they just get in and start rolling around on the ground and shit. It was great. I loved it. I thought it was so fucking funny. Like, it was so weird. They just come out and do whatever they want and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a match against Styles and Jericho. Stereo dives by Styles and Jericho. Unicorn stampede in the corner. Paul Barrow. Paul Bearer loved the possum George Jones. I Commentary was exceptionally bad tonight. I, I did not get that one. Uh, George Jones is a country singer. Ah. Uh. He was called the his nickname was the Possum. That's a cool nickname. That is a cool nickname. Steal it if I could. Yep. Goddamn. Uh, there's a Pele kick uh, on Big E from AJ. I thought that was really cool. <coughs> After they've gotten heat on AJ for a while, hot tag to Jericho, Lion Salt, and then Trouble in Paradise gets reversed into the walls. Post match promo by Jericho and Styles, and uh, they say they're gonna uh, wrestle. The New Day, and win the titles. They're going to take the titles. And all I can think is Jericho's definitely turning heel on Styles. Right? Absolutely. That's totally what's happening, right? New Day will retain at WrestleMania. And, uh... Oh, I don't even think it's... I I think Styles versus... Uh, I think Styles versus Jericho at WrestleMania. Oh, that's better. That's really what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I think Jericho is going to turn on Styles, and then they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. Is Roadblock, uh, only one match? No. No, it's... No, no, it's like a... It's like an hour or two hour event. Okay. Like like Beast in the East? Yeah, it's just like that. Okay, cool. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. I just think that um, Jericho's definitely turning on Styles. Yeah. It just seems like it's going to happen. Uh, Vince comes out and cuts a promo. Undertaker arrives. He grabs Vince by the throat and he says, your son's blood is on your hands. And then he leaves. And then uh, Vince uh, cuts a long longer promo and he says he's going to disown Shane and Shane's a son of a bitch. Very disrespectful to your wife. That's really rude. <coughs> Bubba Ray versus Unoso. Devon grabs a table and throws it at Tuso, and then there's a Bubba Bomb, and that's the end of that match. Gold Dust and Truth. Our uh, Truth yells at Gold Dust until he walks away, and everyone's sad. Uh, Big Show versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has never looked smaller. <laughs> Looks fucking tiny. How, like holy shit. Yep. That's how big this guy is. Yep. Uh, Owens teases a count out <clears throat> on Big Show. But then he realizes he's not going to get the 10, so he goes to the outside and hits a fucking tornado DDT off the apron on the Big Show. What? What the fuck? That is the biggest bump Big Show's ever taken. Yeah. He took a tornado DDT on the floor on the outside. What the fuck? That's Big Show. So they teased a 10 count. Like, that was awesome. And then Big Show crotches Kevin Owens off the top rope onto the top rope and then pushes him to the outside. And Kevin uh, Kevin Owens gets counted out. Because he hurt his dick. He, he loses by dick injury. Loses KO, got KO'd by dick injury. There you go. Yeah. Still don't know if uh, giants are afraid of other giants, but one day, maybe. I'm happy. <coughs> Bree is backstage. She cuts a promo. Lana interrupts. 2016, did you know these women have husbands? Brian, did you know? They also made the second of... Did you know that these women have husbands? The second Revenant uh, mentioned Yeah, what was night. with that? Like, they really... Hey, the Revenant, right, guys? Yep. Triple H did it, and then... Mm-hmm. And then Brie Bella did it, and mm-hmm. I just don't... Yeah, we know pop culture. I don't care. Yeah, we know pop culture, but did you know these women have husbands? That's dumb. I, I hate What? This. I hated this. No way. You're crazy. Are we going to see Lana versus Brie Bella, and why do I care? I don't know. Neither of them can wrestle. Bree versus Naomi. <clears throat> uh, Tamina sweeps Bree's leg. There's a bulldog into the turnbuckle by Naomi. I love that spot. Like, man, I fucking love that spot. Uh, split leg moonsault by, by Naomi misses. Bree rallies. There's a distraction. And then a crucifix submission by Naomi. I like it. I really enjoy Naomi, and I think that she needs better positioning <coughs> because there's a lot of not good wrestling going on, and she could be wrestling really well. Yep. Bad Street Hall of Fame. 
bad street in the whole USA. Brian's really excited that yeah. uh, Michael P.S. Hayes, along with all the free birds, uh, especially Jam and Jimmy Garvin, yeah, getting in the uh, getting in the Hall of Fame. Hey, Brian, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a free bird. What's your excuse? Uh, I'm gonna get you that shirt. I'm gonna make a shirt that says that, and I'm gonna get it for you. Hey, guys, send us send Brian that in an envelope. He's a medium. Oh. All I want. I'm a free. I'm a free bird. What's your excuse? The only the only piece of merchandise that I ever want is a white white cap with ZZ Top embroidered in gold, like like um, Dusty Rhodes, like Dusty Rhodes had. Like well, that's mid Well, that's too bad. You're getting a shirt that says "I'm a free bird." What's your excuse? <laughs> that was the re-debut of the Freebirds with Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin in it. Fucking sucked. Oh god, it was awful. Michael P. S. Hayes. Yep. I, I just texted. Eric told me Michael Hayes is going to be are the <coughs> the Freebirds. The Freebirds are going to be in uh, in the Hall of Fame, and I just went My- Michael Hayes, Michael P. S. Hayes, Michael piece of shit Hayes. Brian hates him so much. I, I, I just, yep. I'm totally on board with you. Nothing about this guy is good mm-hmm. except for being in the Freebirds, and even that wasn't good. It was the Von Erics that made them good. I I say that people tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I like Terry Gordy. I don't really give a shit. Uh, notable racist Michael Hayes <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. He's from the South. I don't know. Just don't don't say it on camera. He just we talked about this on the podcast before. It looks like his goatee is on a character creation tool where you hit down three times too far. You're like, oh, it looks good there. And then your friend comes in and he goes, tap, tap, tap. No, no, it looks good. Yeah, and it's like funny. It's like just above his lip and you're like, yeah, you made like a bad looking character. Except that he's a human man and he looks like that every day. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Becky and Sasha are backstage. Charlotte interrupts. <clears throat> There's a rematch on SmackDown. Uh, uh, I'm just going to let you know spoilers right now. Uh, skip forward 10 seconds if you don't want to hear this starting now. It's uh, double DQ. Charlotte interferes. Uh, so no winner yet. There you go. So triple threat. Yep. Uh, Ambrose versus Alberto Del Rio in the main event. Ambrose gets tossed into the barricades over and over. Uh, the cross arm break, cross arm breaker in the ropes. Double stomp gets reversed. Um, there's a backstabber on Ambrose. Stomp into the barricade on the barricade onto the outside. They tease a ten count on Ambrose. Del Rio uh, miss to the outside like slip through the rope spot. Ambrose dives to the outside. <coughs> the whole time I'm watching this. It's the precursor to the Lesnar match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean Ambrose is just going to get beat down, beat down, beat down, and keep coming back like the fucking Terminator, yeah. and that's going to get him over. Mm-hmm. He's going to last longer against Brock Lesnar than anyone else has. He's still going to get beat. He's going to lose. Right. But it's going to take three F5s and one onto a chair, going through a table and like jumping off ladders and everything. Mm-hmm. He's just going to keep getting up and scratching and clawing and fighting to get back because that's what kind of guy he is. Yeah. And I love that character for him. I it's, think that's so cool. It's perfect. He plays it well, and it's very believable. Uh, Triple H interrupts. The League of Nations attack Ambrose from behind. They lay him out. Del Rio goes... And he spins his finger. Mm-hmm. And then he does a double stomp on uh, Ambrose. The League of Nations beat him down some more, and then uh, Triple H shakes all their hands. <coughs> There's a beat down on Ambrose. Triple H goes to cut a promo. Dean, this is why you can't blah blah blah. And Dean Ambrose just hits him with a fucking straight right. That was so it just comes good. back and that the crowd so fucking the good. crowd goes fucking nuts for it. They love it. Dean Ambrose starts coming back and the crowd is re- they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Triple H all of a sudden hits him with a pedigree, and then he grabs a microphone and he accepts the challenge. You got it at, at Roadblock. It's me and you. Whatever. You got it. So at Roadblock, it's Triple H versus Dean Ambrose. Triple H walks away, mm-hmm. holding the title, and he's all pissed at you. Whatever. Dean Ambrose is fucked up in the ring, laying on the ground, crawls over to a microphone that's just laying there, and he goes into the microphone, Hunter. Thanks. And then that's it. Triple H, jacket off, sleeves rolled up. Fucking furious. Loved it. Thanks. Awesome. Love Dean Ambrose. Triple H comes down and just beats the shit out of Dean Ambrose. He tosses Byron Saxton out of the way. <laughs> and then, like, <coughs> just, like, just throws everything. It is the exact same ending as Raw the week before. Except they got the result they wanted. 
hey guys, you need heat on Triple H? Well, you should definitely put him against the most over baby face in the company. Roman Reigns? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. And that, that's how Raw goes off the air. It, uh, that, that's how it ends. I'm begging you, please don't get your hopes up and go, Dean Ambrose is going to WrestleMania. Please don't do it to yourself. Please. Please don't do it to yourself. I know that you're hoping against hope. Mm-hmm. And I know you're wishing. Mm-hmm. And I know you're going, but this is the opportunity. This is where they can do it. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. You're smarter than that. You know you're smarter than that. I know you're smarter than that. We all know. Don't get your hopes up. Please don't do it. You know what the outcome is here. You know what the end result is here. You know what's happening here. Don't have the monochrome of, I think it's going to happen. Don't do it to yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm begging you. Please. Please don't do it to yourself. I'm, this is for your sake. This is I, I'm trying to save you the heartache and the headache. Dean Ambrose is not going to main event WrestleMania. No. To put it out of your head right now. It might happen eventually. Yeah. It will not happen now. That's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to save you the trouble. I'm not trying to put you down. I'm not trying to bring you down. I'm not trying to make you upset. I'm not trying to break your heart. I'm trying to save you the heartache and the headache that you're setting yourself up for. Don't do it. Do not. I'm begging you. I'm begging you don't do it. Please. Please. And I know over the next week, the next couple of weeks, you're going to see a whole bunch of threads on Squared Circle. You're going to see a bunch of discussion everywhere. You're going to be in chats. You're going to talk with friends and they're going to go, don't listen. Listen, hear me out. Because listen, it might happen like this. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know what this is. You know exactly what this is. Save yourself the headache. <laughs> save yourself the heartache. That's so true. Save save yourself. They need Triple H to be the heel. They need him to be the heel. What? what so they're going way? to have him beat down your favorite guy. That's what's happening. It's not going to work for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is going to be another bungle fuck. That's just how it's going to go. I'm very sorry. That's it. That's it. Somebody asked if this is a scoop. No. No. This is fact. This is just life. I don't know what you guys are expecting. Yep. That there's no way. I you just would. I'm just trying to speak as plainly as possible. Don't do it to yourself. That's all. That's all. Okay. Guys, that's episode 98 of the Go Home Show. It's in the bag. We did it. If you want to get a hold of us, hit us up on Twitter at Go Home Show. Go Home Show at Mega64.com, Facebook.com slash the Go Home Show, the Go Home Show.tumblr.com. Uh, you can always hit us up on iTunes, leave us a five-star rating, and let us know why you think Dean Ambrose is definitely main eventing WrestleMania this year. Uh, YouTube.com slash Eric Bedore, where you can see the video version of this podcast every week. But if you want to see it live, twitch.tv slash mega64podcast every Tuesday at 7.45 p.m. Uh, and that'll do it. Go Home Show, episode number 98 is in the books. And Brian, mm-hmm. is there anything else that you want to say to these fine-feathered folks before we fly and flutter away? I'm just going to say Dean Ambrose is definitely going to win at Roadblock, or I'm going to go home. <laughs>